Top eight from Eternal Weekend, Nick Eldering. Next on Eternal Dirtles. Shout out to all of our Patreon supporters out there. Thank you to the Dirtle Maniacs. If you want to be a Dirtle Maniac, go to patreon.com slash eternaldirtles and help support the channel. It keeps things going. It keeps things updated. Thanks so much for watching. On with the show. Hello and welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark. And with me this week, we have the eighth place from Eternal Weekend, Nick Eldering. Nick, how are you, man? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Zach. Yeah, uh, no, this, really is, looking this forward is a pleasure. Thanks for being on. Um, so you uh, you did amazingly well with uh, with what you you were calling garbage pile, uh, which I think is a great name for that deck. Uh, but uh, before before you go into the exactness of this deck, I just want to say this is this is the deck that is like the uh, the obvious like all the best cards in the format, right? Like it's that's kind of the idea for this deck. Exactly. It's essentially, uh, I was having a terrible time with Delver. It, it just doesn't flip anymore. Um, back when I played it, when it you know, basically essentially first came out, I had uh, 30 instances and sorceries in my library uh, with a Green Sun Zenith for Tarmogoyf and Nimble Mongoose, which was a little odd. But back in the day. 22, you just go multiple turns. Yeah, a long, a long time ago, a long yeah. time ago. Uh, yeah. um, but, but nowadays, uh, they, they just don't flip. They don't do their job. Um, they're a liability. Yeah. And no, I get especially it. Especially uh, the inclusion of DRC. Yeah, I was gonna say with DRC and uh, Orcish Bowmaster, like you, you can just replace the the Delver pretty easily, and you still have that nice one drop in the DRC. So I think uh, cutting the Delvers is a smart choice. Yeah, and I, I think that the printing of Murktide made it so that the deck fundamentally changed from a deck that required a turn one threat. Uh, because you just didn't have a way to pull out big chunks of damage to a deck yeah. that can kind of play as a control deck. Yeah, and then you can just go kill over the top with, with a Murktide if you need to. Yeah, I mean, that, that thing could get huge. I had a 13-13 one at one point oh. in the weekend. So, so that means you probably had an 88-55 at some point? I think that was about it. Yeah, I, I think I, I had two of them against uh, the Breakfast player. Oh my just, gosh. They're huge. Yeah, they, they get big. Um, so let's, let's, let's take a quick rundown of the deck. Uh, so what we're looking here, uh, and I'm going to pop up the deck list. Uh, what we're looking here is you've got, there we go. So you're rocking, uh, you know, four, four DRCs, four Bowmasters, four Questing Druids, three Merc Tides, a Brazen Borrow as your, as your threat suite. And then you've got, mm -hmm. uh, the, uh, obviously you've got Mishra's Bobbles, three Mishra's Bobbles. Four Ponder, a Preordain, uh, a Preordain, I like that. Uh, four yeah, Brainstorms, a, a Daze, guy. a Force of Will, a Lightning Bolt, and one Unholy Heat. So how did you come to these particular numbers? So I originally made a similar deck to the one that did well in EW uh, Asia um, about like a month before. And I had two Lorians revealed in there. So essentially that was the only difference in those decks. Uh, or I had one more Valk and uh, one less Wasteland as well. So then I, I, I wasn't having... The, you lose games where you have too many lands anyway. You don't want another spell that gets a land. Yeah. Uh, the Unholy Heat was kind of just a compromise for a pretty good removal spell that hits Murktides sometimes. Um, but Preordain is just... You need another sorcery. I you think it's the, yeah. the next best one. Yeah, and I don't think Portent would be the good choice for this deck. It, it, it's probably fine in the blue-red uh, deck where you have counterbalance, but in this one, it's just, you need stuff quick. You, you can't yeah. wait a turn. 
Yeah, so let's talk about the tournament overall. Because, I mean, this is basically, sure. this is a four-color Delver deck without Delver. So, we, you know, as far as strategy is concerned, yeah. we have a pretty good idea of what's going on here. But let's talk about your tournament. So in the first round, you, uh, of course, I hit the wrong button on all these. Uh, so in the first round, you played against... Trey, I believe, or Tree. Yeah, believe, you played against Trey. There we go. On Grix's Delver. So tell me what that was like. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember the game one. I, I lost the die roll. I lost the die roll in most of these matches. Uh, I remember uh, he pondered on turn one, and every time a Delver player pondered on turn one, I felt pretty good. Yeah. Uh, and then I think he just played threats. I played threats, and we spent turns removing them. And then it looks like I eventually got a Merc tied and just swung him down. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's kind so, of what the what too... that matchup feels like to me, is like both of you jockey for position until one of you lands something big enough that the other person can't get rid of it. And, and I can grind a lot better uh, than them. On game two, I remember uh, I had a 5-5 Murktide, he had a 6-6 six, six Murktide, I attacked, and he blocked, and later he told me, figured he was just going to get rid of a bolt, and I bowmastered it, and I think that was pretty much the end of the game right there. Uh, yeah, Bowmaster ping for a Murktide is just yeah really good. Really, yeah, really Bowmaster killing a Murktide is pretty pretty big news, <laughs> yeah. especially if you can make that oh, if yeah. you can make that trade off. I'll so, take it every day of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the next round, you played Mono Red Prison, and this seems like a deck that uh, you don't want your opponent playing Blood Moon. <laughs> No, you don't want them playing Blood Moon. You don't want them playing Chalice. It turns out you don't want them playing Bombardier. This one, this matchup is a little bit of. Um, I might have Chalice checked twice and got away with it, and that's okay. how I won Game Three. Yeah, I mean sometimes it's you not got the it. nicest thing, but uh, I mean you yeah, got I, to. I, I, a big I, event. Uh, a chalice check is a completely legitimate move. I, I wish they would make people do it on I, Magic Online somehow. Right. Well, it'd still <laughs> probably pop up on a Do you want to use it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it it would definitely be better for me though. Gotta, like, it should just have like a sound where time. you have to like clap your hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's something hard to do, so I don't have yeah. to play against it. Uh, yeah, make it real bad. Make it like sticker goblin. But you end up taking that uh, in, in three games, so that's that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, and yeah. that's dodging a a pretty tough matchup, like getting getting around that. So that yeah, really that sets you up to be really, really bad one. And then you yeah, came in I... against Kyle with another Grixis Delver deck. How do you feel like the matchup is yeah. Grixis Delver to your deck? And do you think do you think you're just like slightly bigger? I think so that you... you just yeah, I think you're pretty heavily favored. Um, yeah, I think because you're doing all the, the same things, but you're just doing a little bit more potent things. You draw cards too, so you're trading resources and you're drawing cards. They're trading resources and they're not drawing cards. Their only hope really is a pretty big Murktide early. Um, the questing through a creature part doesn't often come into play. Yeah, but it's another thing that you have. Um, essentially, they just run out of cards, and you don't. I think um, another thing to point it's, out it's, in this matchup is, you know, you've got Brainstorms, Ponders, Preordains, all that stuff, but you also have, against a deck that's also playing Bowmasters, you have Seek the Beast, which does not punish you for getting cards. Exactly. That's one of the biggest reasons I liked it. The other thing is, against all these Delver matchups, I should mention, I had one carpet on my board. I drew that thing basically every time. <laughs> um, it's It's insane how lucky I got there. Uh, I would play two next time. If I was to do it again, I'd absolutely play two. That card was amazing. Um, it allows you to just go over the top and not, like, it, it, it just exponentially go over the top. You're, yeah, you're just getting have double it, the mana. You just have the extra mana to do other things yeah, as well as, like, pay for, pay oh, for yeah, a force of will um, if you want to. 
Basically, yeah. Well, yeah. carpet doesn't allow you to pay for. Well, yeah, I mean, in I, theory, I, to yeah, protect yeah, yeah. your guy. I'm not saying you would, do it on their turn, obviously. Yeah, exactly. If but, you're like, oh, I'll slam yeah, a Murktide for two mana, but I have seven mana left over, you know, like. And I have I have the ability to pay for dazes, and and the bigger yeah. things are like allowing you to main phase, uh, seek the beasts, and just keep piling on cards. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it really allows you to use, like seek the beast requires more mana. This gives you all the mana in the world to pay everything that you get off of it. It's, it's yeah, it's a very good point. Well I didn't think together. about that. Um, so in the next round, you played against lands. Now, how do you think your deck matches up against lands? Horribly. Uh, yeah, Moto, I mean, it looks like you won here, but uh, go on. No, no, the lands matchup I lost. Um, oh, right, it should say I, I lost. Uh, uh, that one I uh, I crop rotted or I, I wastelanded into an open green, and I got hit with a tabernacle. So round game one I should have been able to win. I'm pretty sure if I just yeah was patient. Um, but then uh, game two I just got run over. It did uh, say a, you lost on, on this. Up, I just didn't realize that it just says the person no who worries. won and not the the uh, saying whether yes, or not you won yeah, or lost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, you told no, me about this. And, uh, so we bo- we posted the mm-hmm. uh, uh, the uh, Eternal Dirtles recap today. This is going to go live oh, on Friday, and uh, we have the, we had cool. your interview in there, and and this is where we talked about like the crop rotation uh, situation that you you ran I, into. I stand by all of that. Yeah, don't it just <laughs> it's so obvious. Don't yeah. unless you have like a force of will, but even then, it's pretty bad because you're you're down a wasteland and two other cards in your hand. It, it's yeah. it's um. It's a rough matchup, and I played poorly. <laughs> I mean, I you know, you, li- you live and you um, learn. Obviously, you weren't punished too hard for it. You didn't yeah. make it to the top eight, so, no. you know, you get yeah, you get one or two lucky. mistakes at every big tournament if you want to do that, you know? Yeah, but I'd, I'd recommend people don't do that. You yeah. Know? <laughs> get your sleep, good, good eat call. your food, yeah. be mentally ready. Yep. Uh, <laughs> then we have Teamer Delver. So I'm guessing the Teamer Delver deck is basically just your deck minus Bowmasters plus Delvers. Yeah, they have more targets for your Bowmasters. It's really yeah, great. Which is uh, yeah, which just seems <laughs> seems great for you. Yeah, I think I think especially when you look at their list, they have uh, ten cantrips usually. I, I'm not sure about this person, but I'll bet you money that they have you know four ponder, four brainstorm, two portent. Uh it's just a lot of their deck becomes pretty bad. Um I think as everybody knows by now, the best way to answer a bowmaster is a bowmaster if you're bolting one it's not going to go well for you. I mean, mostly they're going to bolt your DRC, bolt your Druid if you get it around, and then they are just kind of you know treading water uh, with cantrips in their hand that are you know, liability. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, I think it sort of is the same situation with Grixis Delver. Like, you're just a bigger, better version of what they're doing, and you have access to, you know, in this scenario, you have access to the other half that's good against their deck, which is the, the Bowmaster, Slam exactly. so much of their deck, so I think you know it. It just it goes to prove what your deck is doing is is maximizing in all the best plays in both of these decks and minimizing on all the taking all the the chaff out. Yeah, I agree, and I think the bigger part is the only way that I'm really a dog in that matchup is if they win the die roll, they go turn one Delver, turn two Delver, Delver, and um, and then they still have to flip, which goes back to the other point we said before, is that you're on 22 instants of sorceries. They don't flip very often, yeah. or at least not blindly without a cantrip. So it just it comes down to I was really unimpressed with that card, um, and, and it's, it's, 
it's really good in the initiative matchups. Otherwise, I, I didn't, you know, I wasn't going to miss it. Yeah. Uh, and it looks like you didn't really play any initiative, so you weren't punished for that for nope, that got choice. Super lucky on that. <laughs> <laughs> didn't have to play against uh, Cradle Control either. That is an uh, your best bet against Cradle Control is to slam down an early Murktide, and they have Grist and Snuff Out, and <laughs> nothing yeah, is ugh. going well for you. Don't even get me started on yeah. on that deck, man. As an Infect player, that's the like my second least favorite oh, deck have... after Scam. Because they have I like, Scam I like just the has deck, all so of the. All of the hand disruption and the free uh, removal spells. Uh, it's just that uh, Cradle Control just has a ton of removal spells. Yeah, I think Cradle Control is is probably secretively one of the best decks in the format. Um, yeah. If, especially if you consider that it's probably got, even in that room, m maybe 30 players. Uh, a place at a Cradle is just not common. I know I yeah. sold mine forever no. ago. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit uh, pricey. Um, so next you play yeah, Cephalid Breakfast. especially just for one deck. What's that? Yeah, that, that one made me sad. I love Seth. Uh, I said, uh, especially if they don't go into other decks for Cradle uh, for the Gaia's Cradles. But the oh yeah, Seth with Breakfast match made me sad because I I really I was having some good luck with Moto on Seth with Breakfast. I really love that deck. I love combo in general. Yeah. Um, and uh, it just makes me sad to beat it. Uh, game one, I think he had a Stoneforge Mystic. I bolted it, and then nothing happened. Game two, I was facing down some uh, constructs that were uh, six and four because of uh, two Shukos on one and just existing on the other. Yeah, they and get then, big. Um, <laughs> I was able to. Yeah, they get. They, they don't actually in in um, Cephalid Breakfast is probably the worst. Uh, yeah, saga to, to go construct beat down for sure. Yeah, but that's actually. Well, I know I'm rambling here but that's actually why i really like the one that top eight it where they had retrofitter foundry still to make it so that your construct plan isn't just in kind of embarrassing yeah um i think that's a really good addition uh, but it, essentially he played the the, the card the uh sagas i played murktide to block played another murktide he sword swords and now i'm no longer at any risk of dying i'm at like 24 yeah um and I was able to turn it around. I, I presented a clock. He goes, uh, Orem's Chant. I go, Seek the Beast. He has Orem's Chant with three mana after playing a land drop, I, I believe. I go, Seek the Beast. I find nothing but a daze. I daze it, fully expecting him just to not pay for it and kill me. He concedes because apparently he had nothing. Um, <laughs> lucky. Yeah, I was just sitting there going, I think that was that was game one, yeah, where he did the, the I was just like, oh, I'm dead. I'm dead. I, I know what this deck does. This deck beats... Grix is like, this deck beats Delver. Yeah, um, I'm I'm pretty convinced. At least the Stoneforge Mystic version, I'm pretty convinced beats Delver. Yeah, I think uh, so. I don't know about the Bowmaster version. Um, well, probably okay against Delver, but yeah, I, I'm... we got him. Uh, yeah. and then we go to uh, yeah, to Dave Kaplan uh playing Grix's Delver, a friend of the cast. He did the uh vintage uh yeah. pylon for for us uh just recently. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, he was a nice guy. Um, we, you know, there was some trouble finding the tables at the beginning of the matches, so I think that kind of cut into our time, and uh, we just went to time. It's just a shame. I, I'm pretty sure I, I could have pulled that one out if I uh, played tighter in game one. One, the die roll would have helped. It's <laughs> always the case, but yeah, uh, it was a, it was close. But you get a draw sometimes. Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta. You got to keep an eye on that clock during these games. Um, yeah. Maybe, uh, maybe I could have conceded when I was 
uh, pretty screwed in game one, save some time. Uh, these are things you look back and you, you say, okay, these are these are flaws in my tournament play that I have to uh, really tighten up. Yeah, I mean, it's no mean Learn. feat taking Dave to a draw. That guy is a very methodical player, and he rarely makes mistakes. So taking him to a draw is is uh, is just as much of an accomplishment as not losing to him, honestly. <laughs> um, and I'll then speaking it. of I'll the devil, it. we have uh, Lee with Demir Scan. Oh, do you guys know him? I I I, I, I know. I, I met I do him not there. Know Lee. I, I... No. Oh, I thought I thought you did. That's the way you sounded. No, he was no, a really speaking nice of the guy. devil, um, Demir loved... Scam, not not Lee. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> yeah, because yeah. we were talking about uh, Demir uh, Scam earlier. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. I I liked his. So he was doing the new tech that actually kind of got me off the list. Um, I really liked casting Soren's Ransom. He cut Soren's Ransom for for what the uh, the EU or EW Asia list were doing. Which is you just play a bunch of Dothy Voidwalkers, and it makes a lot of okay. sense because that yeah, deck no, is kind of threat light. That's a smart way to go. Uh, before, yeah, I, I do too. I I know Soren's Ransom was not good. I liked casting it a oh, lot. Oh, dude, so much uh, fun to cast. It's just, it's, it's so much fun. Watching so your opponent fun. make the wrong um, choice is like the be- It's the it's to me the best part of Magic. It's like why f- why Factor Fiction was good. Why you know what Jace yeah. Architect oh, of yeah. Thought was good. Like getting to watch your opponent make the wrong choice, and then like watching them like just just punish themselves afterwards. You know, mentally they're just like, "Ah, I can't believe I gave that yeah. guy the exact cards he wanted." You know, like it, it to me those cards it, where they kind of skill test your opponent, but offer them the worst choices. Uh, you you can often just win games off of how how your opponent feels about their decision afterwards. Off the psychic damage. Yeah, yeah. no, I I agree. They're they're real. Those are. Those are that's a, a kind of an old school feeling card. I really like that yeah. one. I, I quite a bit. Um, even though the uh, the legend thing is actually a drawback sometimes. Yeah, because Caracas um, exists, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I've, I've that could be a real had, bummer. Uh, yeah, it yeah. Run any legends, an so like you're you're great against against a deck that wants to play Caracas. So if you end up casting that against like you know, let's say uh, Death and Taxes, and they're like, yeah, I guess I'll just uh, bounce your Murktide Regent. It's a three three. Next time yes. you cast it, you know, it yep. costs seven mana again or something, huge you know, problem. like, terrible. Huge, huge problem. Well, luckily, yeah. the, the Soren's Ransoms will fill your yard for you, too. That yes. deck was a, was a really fun... It's a fun deck to play. I, I think the problem is that um, playing Grief fairly is without, I guess, Soul Lands is just not very good yeah. at all. Um, you're going to get it bolted. It, it's just... It's not, it's not a four-mana legacy card. It is a one mana reanimate legacy. Yeah, card. exactly. It's it um, definitely it definitely should only yeah. it should only be played if you t- tend to want to reanimate it. Um. All right. Yeah, so then we uh, have Alex on mono blue combo. Tell me about mono blue combo. What's that all about? Uh. So that is the Tony Scaponi list. That was Alex Hatfield. Uh, okay. You know, who who I I I knew about the guy back when High Tide was a was a first established. So I was really you know excited to play against him. And this was um, your feature match, right? It, yes, and you can see me play kind of weird because I didn't know what he was on. I thought it was... I, I saw an Urza Saga, he made a Construct, and I figured, okay, this is 8-cast, uh, doing really, really well. So I was willing to trade a Bowmaster for a token early. Uh, well, first of all, I had another Bowmaster in my hand, so my plan was to force him to make the token, try to block them uh, before blocks, play a, play the second Bowmaster, ping the token, 
get in with everything. Uh, instead, he forced it. I lost both bow masters, and I had another one in hand, so it didn't matter. Um, yeah, that, that, lucky. Better lucky than good. Yeah. Um, I think he also mulliganed pretty heavily uh, yeah. down. That deck is sweet. Um, if I own Grim Monolith, I'd probably play it once and never play it again. Yeah, um, yeah. It seems like it one of those decks where like... you'd be like, okay, like I did the thing. Uh, I'm gonna. I'm never yeah, gonna exactly. do that again. This, yeah, I'd this deck play plays six Doomsday. lands. It makes me. It makes me sick. <laughs> no, 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 no. It plays. It plays more than that. I think it's counting Urza Sagas under enchantments, right? Oh, it sure is. Okay, so it plays. Yeah, 10 I had lands. the same thought. Ten, not much better. <laughs> yeah, I think that's part Get of the, the mulling. Yeah, I, I can't in good conscience play something with that low lands. I hate mulliganing. Yeah, I know no, it's correct, I'm, I, I'm terrible at mulliganing, and I did it a lot this weekend. I luckily didn't until the quarterfinals. Uh, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll get there when we get yeah, there. Yeah, we will. We will get there <laughs> quite soon. Uh, so that was – so in between there is where uh, is where we had the interview because I was just sitting around yeah. with my, with my uh, you know, thumb in the, thumb in the air go, just like trying to figure out what the hell I was going to do, you know, deciding if I was going to eat food soon or not. And uh, you, you popped up yeah. and we were like, hey, man, I like the show. I was like, oh, shit, thanks. And yeah, then you exactly. were like – yeah, just got my feature match done. I was like, "Oh shit!" Like, sit down. We're doing, we're doing it right now. You know, we we did the interview, good, uh, which you can call. see on yesterday's uh, or two days ago's episode. Uh, link somewhere. Uh, and uh, <laughs> and and so uh, you know, we take the break for for the night, and we come back, and and you need you. I, I think you needed to I win need to it win out, out, right? And uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. spoiler alert, you won it out. Yeah. Uh, and so you're playing against. Evan Heritage, Mono Blue Combo again. The same, the same deck. This time I knew what it was, um, and I was prepared. Uh, it, it turned out I, I won two zero, but it turned out game two he was at two played a ring and then had two ancient tombs that he could have used, but he just discounted them. He's probably tired, and also uh, I think I think I made the comment before the turn started. It's like I guess uh, you want to tap those ancient tombs anytime soon because he was would die to it. So I think it kind of got stuck in his head. He can't cast, he can't use Ancient Tomb. He'll die. Maybe he thought he lost um, life so he and not to take damage. No, 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 no. I think it, I, he he knew. He, 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 okay. he knew. Yeah. Obviously, uh, I think he probably just, been playing um, the deck all day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> um, he, he, he talked about it later. Yeah. And I, I, I got pretty lucky to win the game two. Uh, but game one, I'm pretty sure I just ran him over. Um, I don't... I, I had cut the null rod a while ago. I used to have two null rods in the in the decks, uh, but that's the only matchup that I really, really wanted that back. Um, I I think that 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 deck is uh, very scary, very yeah. very very scary. Especially if they don't mulligan a whole bunch because they only play ten lands. <laughs> yes, exactly. I mean, if you're going to get lucky, you might as well get super lucky, right? Yep. Um, yeah, that, so that uh, then we have your your, I, I, once again, your winning in round uh, against uh, Michael on is it Delver? Is this true? Is it Delver? Is yes, this, Delver is this marked incorrectly? No, it's not. It's it's not marked entirely incorrectly because is the rug Delver really rug or is it <laughs> okay, more? Okay, I believe this is, is it? truly is it Delver, and they're just not even casting. Like no one ever cast the quest the, the questing druid, right? I think they had. Uh, I I did when I played the rug deck, but yeah, it's it's a it's a lot. It's not the. It gets big slowly. Um, yeah, I think he one did have one tropical island in the list. deck. I remember yeah. checking. Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah, it's got one it's tropical more island. accurate name anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is not rug Delver. There are no just... stifles. There are no tarmogoyfs. 
There are no nimble mongoose. There's no mongoose. <laughs> Although that card has not been good for so long. I love it's that very, card. It's been um, bad since I got my foil ones during uh, the oh, cause no. of Tarkir, like New Jersey Legacy, <laughs> when everyone was playing Treasure Cruise. That's, that's... Yeah, oh, those those formats. I was still playing Storm back then, just because <laughs> combo Dark Ritual is like my favorite card. Um, it's a solid choice. Those formats. Yeah, it's it's real good if you want to end games fast. Um, combos just got a special place in my heart, but that, that poor mongoose. Rest yeah. in peace. <laughs> um, but three, I think that three, three that's, that's untargetable just ones. doesn't do it anymore. Well, it's just blocked on the ground now. People play more creatures. Back in the There's... day, um, the creatures sucked, and that was okay, and the spells were great, and uh, now... It was great against the Thalia, are... you know, like... Yes. Swing in. Yeah, you still want it to be in the air against that deck. That that D and T has always been a problem matchup yeah. for Delver. Oh, yeah. They play basics. That's not allowed. That's cheating. Yeah, that sucks. Um, <laughs> yeah, what you are you have doing? To counter their aether vial here. just so you can play fair against them. Ugh. Yeah, you you absolutely have to. They will get like at least ten mana out of that thing. It's oh, just yeah. a problem card. Um, also, just in general, Delver strategies are kind of weak to Stoneforge Mystics. So, I mean, uh, like we said, you came in eighth place, so spoiler alert, you lo- you lose your next round against the uh, the <laughs> tournament winner, uh, TK, on yeah, Beanstalk it, Control. It was this... Yeah, game one, uh, I was on the draw, I ran him over, forced... Uh, so, my thought on that deck is that if it doesn't have a Beanstalk, it's actually a horrible, horrible mm-hmm. pile of cards. Um, you're just paying too much mana for stuff that's slow and reactive and clunky. Um so game one, I just forced the Beanstalk, ran him over. Game two, my opener hand has no lands. Um, my second hand has Ponder, Unholy, he- no, Ponder, some red spell, probably red Elemental Blast, and then five lands. So I go to five, just keep whatever that is. Get run over by St. Catherine. Yep. Uh, round, or game three, I open a hand that is Bowmaster, one land, no cantrips, a Force of Will, maybe, and I just thought the discipline thing was to throw it back, um, and then I ended up on five again and got run over. I yeah. Brainstormed. I brainstormed on turn two, because I was trying to save for a land, um, and uh, he played Bowmaster, and I just I conceded. I can't beat that at that point. I'm, yeah. I I'll mean, take, uh, five. for what it's worth, I'll, like, yeah, hell of a run. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah, I was super... I mean... You can't complain about being unlucky when you're so lucky to get there. I, I, yeah. I, it's part of magic. It's fine. Does it does it feel great? It feels great to get there. Um, it's fine. He was a nice yeah. guy. I'm, I'm glad he did really well. Um, I think his matchups were, were, were pretty... He was really lucky to get the uh, the Cradle Control matchup uh, as opposed to um, Storm. I, I can't believe that... Storm just fizzled against Cradle Control. I thought that would be a, a freebie. Wow, yeah, you'd think that would be a route. Bryant, uh, Bryant is a friend of the show, and uh, I, I, you know, we were rooting for him because he was in he was in the same car as Phil, <laughs> or uh, at least in the same, uh, you know, bunk situation as Phil. So we were like, oh man, Brian might make it. And then uh, also we had Sam, who was who was really close to making it too. Like we we had like three or four guys that we came, that we uh, you know hung out with that were like really close to making it. But uh, yeah, uh, I was surprised that Bryant uh didn't di- didn't take down uh, Cradle Control. Yeah, me too. I saw the game later on 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 uh, I think his YouTube channel, and it's just it's 
it's the fizzle rate of the deck. Um, but I'm really, I, I actually really just... like the new list. I I really really like the new test list. I hate it. Right of flame in these the siege decks. He cut right of flame. I hate it. Mistress Bobble. Absolutely hate it. Mistress Bobble. Yeah. So we're back yeah. to ponder and brainstorm, which is so much better in my book. Um, but yeah, and then um, luckily my my uh, speaking of people there, my my friend from the Discord we play on the MTG Paper Legacy one. I don't know. Maybe you can include a link on the bottom. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he also he got top four with Painter too. So it was quite a oh wow quite a huge nice. event for us there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah two of us in in one in one top eight. That was fantastic. That's that was amazing. Really, really good. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah yeah. So, good group of people. So let's talk Weekly about the deck events. for just a little bit longer here. Um. Sure. Would you make any changes uh, t- to it right now after this tournament? Yeah, yeah. I'd play another. I'd play another carpet of flowers. I don't exactly know what you would cut for it. Maybe a surgical, but then you're just asking to die to graveyard decks. Um, here, let me pull up my sideboard right now. Let's see if I can think out loud because that's the one thing. I mean, if I'm going to be fully honest, I told myself no matter what happens in this event, I I have to play Doomsday for a year anyway. So that's that's what we're gonna be doing. But if um if I was to play this deck again, oh easy, cut a pyroblast. There's too many of them in there. There are a lot um, of pyroblasts. They're really yeah. good. Yeah, or you could cut you could cut the molten collapse. The problem is that so molten collapse is kind of a weird sideboard card in which you look at it and you're like, wow, this is really good in a lot of matchups that like, so you're boarding in against any shield deck uh painter it sounds amazing against painter it sounds pretty good against the initiative um i cast it twice uh most of the time it just sits in your hand but it, it does have I, I don't know i'm not convinced it's bad yet i'm not convinced it's good yet i think it has a lot of versatility and i think that's pretty powerful in a sideboard card but uh so if you want to experiment cutting that i wouldn't blame you uh, but i think the cut would be a pyroblast for a um, for another carpet. Yeah, the more the more bowmasters come around, the less good pyroblast becomes. Even in even uh, you know against those Grixis decks. So I think yeah, I think that's a fine that's a fine choice anymore. to cut. And you're already kind of favored against the the decks that are that you're gonna want to play pyroblast against for the most part. So I think I think it's a I'm solid choice. So. Yeah, Murktide still. Essentially, I think Delver decks are Murktide decks now, and, and you yeah. do want an answer to Murktide, but you'll have two Pyroblasts, um, you'll have your Force of Wills, uh, you'll have, or it's depending on if you're a player draw, but I, I think that people board out Force of Will far too much, actually. Um, with the, There's this dynamic of, I think it's really easy for people to say, okay, I'm on the play, I'm going to keep uh, Dazes in and board out Forces, I'm on the draw, I'm going to keep two Forces in and board out Dazes, but I think that logic kind of falls apart in some matchups like Scam, where you actually want Force of Wills over Dazes, even on the play, uh, because their their main game plan is to go turn one Island Cycle, or Swamp Cycle, turn two Reanimate, which naturally plays around Daze. Like, everything in there already beats Daze. So what's, what's the point of the card? Um, so I, I think you kind of need Force of Will in, in more matchups than people give them credit for. Um, but, yeah, I, I would I would... I'd probably cut a pyroblast for a carpet and just, it, it, it was so good all weekend. It was so good. Awesome. Well, uh, man, congratulations on the amazing run. Um, what it, are you going to, uh, what is it? Uh, SCG Philly in March. I have no choice. I lived, <laughs> I live there. here, right? Um, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I'll be ready to play Doomsday in a big event by then, but I think I'm gonna have to. Um, so <laughs> put in those reps. Yeah. I really like that. I really like that Ring Doomsday list. I really, really do. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that. I love Philly events. We have the Reading Terminal Market. We have well, this Chinatown. This is probably going to be I mean, at it's... the Valley Forge Convention Center, right? I didn't even know that. Um, is that near? Is that that's not the one near Oak, is it? That's the no, Oak's no. That's Center, that's it? the one that like that that's that's the terrible one. The Valley Forge Convention Center is the one that's yeah, inside of it. the uh, uh, hotel that's also like a casino. Interesting. Yeah, okay. it's a pretty good. Okay. It's a, actually a pretty good venue. Uh, you get you get like uh, you know it. they've got good food and stuff like that. There are a couple restaurants in there, so it's a solid scene. Uh, okay. If not, like you know, I mean, it would be great if it was in the Reading Terminal Market, but I think SEG's done with. I love that one so much. Yeah, yeah. they. Um, I guess there was the the Yu Gi Oh issue, and then upcharged in security prices. So yeah, yeah, the be, union at the, no uh, the Civic venue. Center is is very expensive. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame that venue is so great. Um, but that doesn't mean everybody should still go to the Valley Forge one. I'm sure it's great. I, I'm sure everybody will have a great time. Yeah, uh, well, I'll certainly be there. Uh, I, I'm probably just going to keep jamming. In fact, I think uh, get my get my reps in so that place. I can, uh, you know, actually produce a solid uh, finish for once. Are you still on uh, four legless quick, quick reflexes? I was only on three, and I think I'm going to stay at three. I think the main I think change I need to make to my deck yeah. is I need to remove. So I removed two lands and a ponder and threw in three uh three Lorien revealed because the deck needed mm-hmm. more force of wills uh or sorry yeah. more blue yeah. cards for force of will. So I think uh what I need to do is just add back in one basic forest because I just keep losing to like I nonstop lose to uh Blood Moon and so I think that's just what I it's just a concession I have to make. So I think I I added a spell mm-hmm. pierce as well. I cut a daze and a force of will through one force of will on my board. So I think I need mm-hmm. to okay. uh, take out the uh, the spell pierce and put in a basic force. Because I mold to I mold to oblivion like a few times. I even like mold to five against uh against Moonstompy. And uh, my five was uh, a elf, a invigorate, a berserk, a force of will and a blue card, and I was like, Well, I'm on the play, go. Like, I don't want to go down to four, you know? And so my opponent's just like, oh, that sucks. Plays a land. I I draw a tropical island, and I'm like, perfect. Let's go. I play the elf, and I pass. And he's like, okay, I'll dead and gone your guy. And I'm like, well, I got to force that. Uh, So I forced it, and then he followed it up with a Trinisphere. Game over. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. Now, had I been on the play at six cards... I would have won that game, you know. Yeah. If yeah, I if yeah, I would have yeah. had that I had that land my opener, I would have just been like, okay, cool, I'm gonna attack, and he'd have been like, uh, okay, like I would have been able to save the the force of will and the invigorate for the dead and gone if he if he'd have had it, you know. So that would have been perfect for me. But you know, them's the breaks. Sometimes you mull to five, uh, four or five times during <laughs> during an event, and you realize yeah. you didn't put enough lands in your deck. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a it's one way to learn it for sure. Uh, yeah, that, that was, a, that was certainly the lesson I, I think, learned. I think that's oh, a big that part thinking, of this game. You got to realize it's it's luck based. 
This little, now this, now this I'm thinking about bit. something because I, I know I'm going to end up sounding like an idiot. So uh, I want to go back in time real fast to when we talked about that deck having six lands. Mm-hmm. And we said, oh, it's got ten lands. It actually has 14 lands because of Counting Sea Sinon as a dang artifact in this thing. <laughs> that makes way more yeah, sense. At ten, does. I was just like, I don't, like, I don't wow, get it. Crazy. I don't get it. These people are wild. Why is... Yeah, why is melee counting seed as an artist? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Is, that's but... crazy. Melee, get it together. Yeah, that's that's nuts. I want right? to give a quick shout out to our uh, sponsors since we're pointing this out. Uh, Moxfield.com. Uh, Moxfield is the best deck building website on the internet. So, surely better than trying to build your deck on melee. Uh, so, the shout out to Moxfield. Um, again, Nick, uh, thank you so much for joining us uh, for this. I'm really glad we got to hit you up to recap uh, and uh i suppose i'll see you in philadelphia yeah you should you should uh thank you so much for having me it was really a pleasure um and i look forward to seeing the episode yeah man have a good one thanks so much you too take care here is a list a playlist of our interviews you can check those out they're excellent and uh you're gonna learn a lot and you're gonna meet a lot of the great people that help this community grow thanks so much for watching have a great one bye